Well, we've recently had some guy by the name of Charles, quote, Chase, unquote, Brandon, saying that um, he was absolutely sure, based on what he was had read, that uh, uh, there was a crash at Roswell, and uh, the government has a lot more information than, than they're letting on. Uh, this guy, Harry Rosinski, was claimed to be Falcon himself. Now, Rosinski did not say this. This is uh, information that has come about because apparently Rosinski died. <clears throat> I, I can't verify anything <laughs> other than um, we know that Rosinski has a uh, track record for the CIA because he published some stuff. Um, having to do with intelligence, and he was in, apparently in counterintelligence and disinformation. So that raises a, a question of, uh, was Bill Moore the recipient of intentional disinformation? Uh, Rosinski was apparently uh, a big player in uh, counterintelligence against the Soviet Union, and uh, that would include part of partially trying to dis disinform the Soviets. So one of them has to immediately raise the question, was that information that um, Bill Moore was given by Rosinski, was that sort of like the truth or was that disinformation? And this is all tied up with things like the MJ-12 documents, uh, the so-called Eisenhower briefing document, which was ostensibly a briefing for General Eisenhower, President-elect Eisenhower on November 18, 1952. You know it's going to be a good day when your biggest concern in the morning is collecting the crumbs falling from the McDonald's crispy chicken biscuit. Your only concern should be, has your day peaked too early? Enjoy every last crumb of the new McDonald's crispy chicken biscuit for only $3. At Eddie Size Soft Drink for just a dollar, and you'll get your day started on a high note. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. These documents have been around since uh, 1980. Well, I guess 1987. They were released first. The MJ, the Eisenhower briefing document, was released by uh, uh, Timothy Good in England, and then Bill Moore here in the United States in the spring of uh, 1987. <clears throat> and of course, immediately caused a big stir because the Eisenhower briefing document, if it's true. Uh, is really the whole ball of wax right there. Things are real. There are bodies. We've been studying uh, back engineering and trying to learn the biology of creatures and so on uh, ever since uh, 1947, according to the uh, Eisenhower briefing document. Well, this has been around for a long time. As I said, uh, the Eisenhower briefing document has been argued up and down every which way. Uh, skeptics say there's no backup evidence for it. They would. They also claim, you know, that Bill Moore had made up Falcon and Condor, or Falcon and Condor, or Richard Doty and uh, and uh, Bob, uh, um, what's his name in the Air Force. I can remember Bill telling me about this guy Falcon, who uh, had all sorts of connections, and was telling Bill, giving him hints as to where to look, what documents to pay attention to, what what not to pay attention to, and what what was real and what wasn't, and so on. Now we supposedly know who Falcon really was, and that he did have the connections. 
Uh, my first question is, did he have any reason for knowing, was there any reason for him to know anything about uh, Roswell at all? If Roswell had been true, uh, a crash of an alien craft. Uh, Rosicki was into uh, counterintelligence with the Soviets. He wasn't into scientific uh, uh, intelligence. So uh, I have to raise the question, as I said, as whether or not Rosicki was feeding Bill a uh, disinformation line. I don't know if this helps us at all in terms of um, the MJ, so-called MJ-12 documents, which began with the Eisenhower briefing document that was first being be, available to Bill in December of 1986, I believe it was, uh, or no, 1985, I think. It's been a long time since I've got thought about the dates. But anyway, um, and then there were more documents that came out after that, several from, from several sources, which any of any one of which would uh, amount to blowing the lid off the cover-up if if they could be proven real. And so now I'm. <clears throat> sort of torn between wondering whether or not, um, as I said, a lot of the stuff that Bill got, the disinformation. This is... You know it's going to be a good day when your biggest concern in the morning is collecting the crumbs falling from the McDonald's crispy chicken biscuit. Your only concern should be, has your day peaked too early? Enjoy every last crumb of the new McDonald's crispy chicken biscuit for only $3. At Eddie Size Soft Drink for just a dollar. And you'll get your day started on a high note. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Quite independent of the Roswell investigation itself, which largely depends upon the testimony of witnesses. Who, and said witnesses are not part of the uh, Russian disinformation team. Uh, you could well imagine They're, they were Air Force, Army Air Force people primarily, who were witnesses in the. Uh, so I think Roswell stands on its own as an investigation, uh, which indicates something that there really something happened at Roswell. The questions still are surrounding the, the documents that I'm talking about. Now the um, Eisenhower briefing document talks about, uh, as I said, it was supposedly an initial briefing for President Eisenhower. The date was November 18th, 1952. Whoever wrote the Eisenhower briefing document knew what that date was, uh, and if it were a fake, somebody had to do a lot of uh, research to find out exactly what day that briefing took place. We know that Eisenhower was invited into the Pentagon on the 18th of November, and when he came out, he was looking very grim. The crash at Roswell, I'm not using it, the exact terminology that we use, uh, and uh, talked about another crash. Um, 6th of, of December of 1950, in the uh, El, Guerrero, in El Indio Guerrero area around uh, the border with, of Texas with Mexico. Now that that crash uh, has yet to be proven one way or another. The one witness that claimed to have uh, uh, information about that crash, one Richard uh, Willingham, Colonel, uh, Colonel Willingham um, turns out to be probably an exaggeration, if not a complete fake. Uh, we don't know when he, uh, when he when he supposedly saw this crash, but uh, uh, it just so happens that on the uh, 6th of 
6th of uh, December of 1950, there was in fact an immediate high, there was an alert in the morning. Um, the uh, United States went on high alert for a short period of time. Uh, as a result of some things being detected by radar coming from the northeast over the Greenland, following a track that might be a track of Soviet bombers if they had decided to start the Third World War, just by driving, uh, flying bombers over the United States and dropping them on Washington, D.C. Uh, in other words, whatever was picked up by radar on December 6, 1950, uh, caused enough concern for the uh, military in the United States to uh, go on a high alert until they found out what, what it was. And they never... You know it's going to be a good day when your biggest concern in the morning is collecting the crumbs falling from the McDonald's crispy chicken biscuit. Your only concern should be, has your day peaked too early? Enjoy every last crumb of the new McDonald's crispy chicken biscuit for only $3. At Eddie Size Soft Drink for just a dollar, and you'll get your day started on a high note. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. I did find out what it was. On the 8th of December of 1950, the FBI was informed that uh, the Counterintelligence Corps of the United States had been put on immediate high alert for any information related to flying saucers. <clears throat> this sounds kind of strange um, to be put on immediate high alert for any information related to flying saucers since the government continually told the people that there was nothing to flying saucers, nothing to worry about. Uh, we're handling, there's no evidence of a threat to the United States from flying saucers. So why are they on immediate high alert for information on flying saucers? The FBI never found out why that alert was. And when I found out the, the document in the FBI files that talked about that, I uh, made my own check with the counterintelligence car and they said they had no record of it. If Rosicki was feeding Bill disinformation, there's a possibility that this was disinformation fed to Bill with the intent of convincing the Russians that we had a flying saucer. Uh, but why do that? I mean, if, um, if they knew that we had one, which we presumably would be top secret knowledge, if they, uh, if they knew that we had one, they might try to get their own. Or if, at least feel it would be possible for them to get one. So why let them know anything? Uh, I, it, it's really a, a house of mirrors here, where no matter which way you look, you sort of see yourself um, trying to figure out what's going on. Well, I bring this up because the identity of the Falcon has been as I said, claimed to be various people over the years. And now, supposedly, we finally know who it really was. Uh, he's no longer available to interview, uh, so we don't know whether he, what he would say. Uh, if someone were to ask him if he ever heard of MJ-12 or Roswell or any of that stuff. It should, be, it should be understood that Stalin had spies trying to find out if there really was something to pick up at Roswell. And um, uh, after the perestroika and glasnost, the opening of the Soviet society in the 80s, um, there were some people, as I recall, who had worked for, uh, who were second second generation uh, technical spies, you might say, for the, for the Soviet Union, uh, who knew that um, Stalin had started two 
investigate two independent investigations of flying saucer stuff. Uh, he obviously heard about what was being reported in the United States because it was reported throughout the whole world. He probably was the uh, beginning of the, uh, uh, the, uh, the phenomenon. With Kenneth Arnold on June 24, 1947, his Kenneth Arnold story went around the world in 1940, and, uh, June 25, 1947, and then there were sightings coming right up through the 4th of July and so on in the United States and in other countries as well. These things were being seen. And Stalin uh, apparently paid some attention to it. And uh, uh, my, my guess is that when they claimed, when they tried to stomp on a Roswell case by claiming it was a weather balloon, any intelligent person uh, who knew anything about the capabilities of people who were stationed at uh, the Roswell Army Air Base would have known that they could, those people could detect, could tell a weather balloon from some outer space craft. Um, so immediately there would be the suspicion that there's something's being covered up. And Stalin might well, well worry that what was being covered up was a crash of a new type of American aircraft that would uh, fly circles around anything he had. So the point is he uh, put his spies, and there were plenty of them in the Southwest because they were after atomic secrets, and yet most of the atomic secrets were in the Southwest. Um, he put his spies on to uh, finding out what they could about flying saucers. And uh, he apparently had uh, two uh, high-level Soviet people independently carrying out uh, investigations of this flying saucer stuff. Both, of, both groups concluded that there was, uh, uh, there was something going on. They didn't know exactly what, but it was no threat to the Soviet Union. Well, I, I've long thought that uh, the government's not going to admit to anything until the weight of public opinion is so great that it, it could almost topple the, the government. <laughs> when more, much more than 50% of the people say it's real, um, then the government might, might be willing to admit something. Uh, but, you know, it depends on what that information is. If the information is that uh, these guys from the outer space are coming or wherever, are coming to help us or they're just looking, watching us and they're not going to do anything, that, that would produce one sort of response from the people if the government uh, were to admit it. Uh, if the uh, government were to knew that they were coming to eat us or something like that, which is you know, detriment to our society, um, the government would be very reluctant to say anything unless they could see some way that we could protect ourselves. So if, they, if the government were to see that uh, release of the information would result in us developing self-protection, then they'd probably be more likely to release something. What I'm talking about is uh, some videos from Chile. Uh, we were told that uh, there were seven independent videos showing aerial phenomena uh, around a, uh, that occurred during an air show in November 19, in November 19, uh, 20, <laughs> 2010. Um, a number of people were taking videos of, of airplanes of various types flying over the, uh, air, the uh, air base south of San Diego uh, in Chile. And apparently one guy looking through his uh, video on a frame-by-frame -frame basis to look for good instilled pictures for whatever use he was going to make, make of them, a publication or something. He started to find that there were dark spots. 
seem to be from frame to frame following trajectories or path. Like, for example, go for uh, you're really recording at let's say 10 frames per second, and you're seeing the sky with white clouds and the blue sky areas, and you're seeing these airplanes flying along. And suddenly, over a period of four or five frames, you see a dark spot that appears. You know it's going to be a good day when your biggest concern in the morning is collecting the crumbs falling from the McDonald's crispy chicken biscuit. Your only concern should be, has your day peaked too early? Enjoy every last crumb of the new McDonald's crispy chicken biscuit for only $3. At Eddie's Ice Soft Drink for just a dollar, and you'll get your day started on a high note. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. To move with respect to the ground, as if it's traveling in a straight line or an arc or something. And apparently, this, this the whoever it was who did that, who was looking through this video, uh, thought that's interesting. I wonder what those black spots are, or tiny dark dots. And then some uh, images were found which looked like they had a shiny top and a dot and bottom. Uh, an image uh, of, of some size, so you can see that there seems to be some sort of a shape to it. Uh, and uh, when um, this first this first person found these dark things in his uh, video, and told uh, some uh, Air Force people who were interested in uh, in UFOs, they started collecting, well, asking if other people had uh, taken videos and uh, seeing if there were any dark spots flying around in the videos. And sure enough, apparently the claim was that they found seven. Uh, I've had two for careful analysis, and I uh, haven't had any others, so I don't know what others might show. But um, I know what these two show, and they're taken by people who are two men who are uh, on about 30 feet apart, standing on the ground, um, off the one side of the runway and videotaping these aircraft as they flew overhead, a whole series of aircraft. There was one type of aircraft that were part of a flying team that uh, was the first the first aircraft to go over in this, in this air show. And these two people recorded uh, the airplanes flying along. And then I guess they were looking at their videos later on and noticed that, again they could see these dark spots apparently moving from frame to frame. One camera is running at 10 frames a second, the other camera is running at 25 frames a second. Uh, I had hoped, as I believe everybody else had hoped, that the claim that there were seven videos implied that there ought to be at least two videos showing the same thing at the same time with a spacing between the videos that is, the two cameras separated by some tens of feet, so it would be possible to do what's called a triangulation. If you know where camera A is looking, and you know where camera B is looking, and the two sighting lines intersect at some object, and you know the spacing between the, uh, uh, the two cameras, then you can calculate how far away this object was from the cameras, and if you can calculate the, the distance of the object, then you can use the size of the image in the camera to estimate the actual size of the object. And it was implied very strongly that um, these seven videos, two of which uh, are ones that I looked at, 
showed objects that were large and distant and You know it's going to be a good day when your biggest concern in the morning is collecting the crumbs falling from the McDonald's crispy chicken biscuit. Your only concern should be, has your day peaked too early? Enjoy every last crumb of the new McDonald's crispy chicken biscuit for only $3. And any size soft drink for just a dollar. And you'll get your day started on a high note. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Traveling at huge rates of speed so fast that people didn't notice them. I'm looking at the same, looking at these two videos and doing careful analysis, and I have to raise a question. First of all, I don't see any triangulation possibility in what I've seen. Uh, and that rules out the possibility of calculating how, of calculating the distance of the object. So if, the, if you don't know the distance. The, an image that of a small object close to the camera can produce the same image as a big object a long distance away. Uh, I'd have to opt for a small object close to the camera, namely some sort of insects or bugs that were flying around. Uh, this was in the springtime for the southern hemisphere, so why not? Bottom line, I suspect that um, these videos will be reconsidered uh, as um, not evidence of uh, unidentified flying objects. You know it's going to be a good day when your biggest concern in the morning is collecting the crumbs falling from the McDonald's crispy chicken biscuit. Your only concern should be, has your day peaked too early? Enjoy every last crumb of the new McDonald's crispy chicken biscuit for only $3. And any size soft drink for just a dollar. And you'll get your day started on a high note. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal.